Proverbs 17:15 these are God's words He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the just both of them alike are an abomination to Yahweh So far the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word We should pay careful t- attention to what the scriptures tell us that the Lord hates We know he hates idolatry, we know he hates murder, we know he hates perversion. Uh, Lord's Day morning in the Sabbath school, we saw that the unequal weights and unequal measures are an abomination to the Lord. They are detestable. Um, When we realize how much that we have done uh, from our hearts that is detestable to the Lord, it makes us the more grateful for the Lord Jesus Christ and his righteousness and his sacrifice. And it should make us to hate our sin, to align ourselves with the Lord Jesus and not consider his law a hardship, but our sin a hardship. That something that is so hateful to the God who has so loved us uh, would still be in us, um, should grieve us deeply. But it is also important in the external and covenantal sense, the way a household uh, either walks with God or doesn't in covenant with him, or a congregation either walks with God or doesn't in covenant with him, or a nation uh, is before God's sight uh, as either uh, treasured for the sake of his people and his church in that nation, uh, or uh, does that which is abominable and detestable. And we live in our own nation, and he has appointed to us the time and boundary of our dwelling. And remember what uh, the Apostle said in Athens in Acts 17, that God had overlooked the former times. He had not destroyed all of the nations uh, from the face of the earth all at once, uh, but he was calling all men to repent everywhere. And We should not think that just because he has not yet destroyed our nation, that he won't destroy our nation. Uh, And we certainly shouldn't think that just because he hasn't destroyed all nations or our nation, that he is okay with our sin. He commands all people in all places to repent. But we know that a nation uh, is coming close to being wiped uh, off the face of the earth, uh, the more it indulges in that which God abominates. Or we know that a congregation uh, is about to lose its lampstand if it permits that which God abominates. And we know that a household cannot expect blessing from God, but curse, uh, though God may be greatly patient and may bless, uh, even uh, despite the deserving of the curse of the household. Yet, if there is not repentance, if it does not melt our hearts, if the kindness and patience and forbearance of God does not lead us to repentance, then we provoke him. And whereas this provoking for the individual stole is stored up against the day of wrath, for a family or for a congregation or for a nation, there is a day of the Lord that breaks into time, the way that we heard about when we were hearing the preaching uh, through the book of Joel. Uh, and calamity can come upon a household. 
Well, here we find out about something that is an abomination to the Lord. The one who justifies the wicked or the one who condemns the just. Uh, it is important, of course, in uh, discipling that we treat the heart uh, and we will often be um, uh, we'll often be correcting uh, multiple children at once uh, for their sin. Uh, but it is also important to have justice and fairness and dealings uh, in the house that we not be uh, that we not be a house that lets uh, the wicked get away with things uh, or uh, punishes the one who is in the right that we be diligent uh, to make sure we are fair and this of course is, falls especially on me and upon mom who are, as it were, the civil magistrates of the household. Um, but also then in our nation, uh, we live among the people who have come to call good evil and evil good. And one of the great prayers that we must have for the country that God has put, it, uh, put us in, and he teaches us to pray for our nation, for all people in all places, especially those in places of authority, that they would be a terror to uh, evil works and not to good works. Um, but not only for our sake, and for the sake of the church, uh, which surely is a great and proper reason, uh, but also that we would not continue to provoke the Lord. Uh, one of the things that we learn in the Bible to pray for our nation is protection from enemies. Uh, foreign and domestic, to use not a Bible word, um, but uh, a concept that would, even before the United States existed uh, is known well enough from the Bible that when we come through that section of Henry's method for prayer, of praying for our nation, uh, he, um, he marshals a number of texts that teach us to pray uh, for protection from enemies outside our nation and from enemies within the nation. Well, what about the nation that is making God its enemy? Shall we not pray for repentance, uh, that she be protected from provoking the wrath of the living God? Uh, and now you have a duty. You are not a civil magistrate in the house. You are tempted uh, when you are in conflict with a brother or sister, to try and make your case look as well as possible. Uh, and if you are able to manipulate or deceive your mother or your father, especially your mother, uh, she is tender-hearted and she is in many ways easier, uh, easier to put one over on or twist or manipulate or deceive. But if you succeed in doing that, you become one who increases injustice in our household and who provokes God against this house. You also lose the help that you would have for your soul, for the discipline and instruction that you might have had uh, if you were more honest uh, and more ready with your confession and repentance. Uh, and so our keeping a clear conscience before God and our being willing to confess our faults to him and to others, uh, and our having integrity and honesty and uprightness uh, when there is a conflict 
uh, that mom is sorting out or that dad is sorting out. It is important, even for this reason, uh, that we do not become abominable to God, that we not be a detestable household to him. And so may the Lord help us uh, not uh, to justify the wicked or condemn the just or to uh, do whatsoever tendeth thereunto. to. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we pray for our family. We pray for our nation. Have mercy, O God. We thank you that you have given us in this household to be in covenant with you, to have the knowledge of you and your word and of Christ. And we pray that your spirit would keep our hearts tender, our consciences tender, um, that we would be uh, a family of those who own their faults, uh, in whom there is no deceit, because we know that you have uh, forgiven our sin and covered our transgression and not imputed our iniquity against us. Uh, and we pray, Lord, that we would not be like a horse or mule who need bit and bridle to force us to come close to you, but that your Spirit would uh, make us those who are at a word easily corrected and brought back, that we might be those who are surrounded by your steadfast love and who sing and shout for joy. We pray, Lord, for our nation, for much of what we bless your name to be able to say by your grace about our family. We are unable to say now about our nation. O oh God, have mercy. Restore the knowledge of you. Restore the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Restore the faith and repentance that come by hearing. Restore the condemning of the wicked and the vindicating of the just. Restore the calling of evil to be evil and the calling of good to be good. We pray that you would do this for our country. In the name of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, asking that all of the rulers and all of the legislators and all of the judges would kiss the sun and bow the knee, that we would not, as a nation, be shattered into smithereens, but that we would be a nation full of those who put their trust in him and are blessed and will not be shattered either on the last day. For we ask it in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus. Amen.